great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035. Worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And for all the breaking news from the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology, 
www.xzonenews.com. My guest this hour is Merle Thankhauser. We're going to be talking to Merle about his new CD entitled Return to Moo. And uh, joining me from California is Merle Thankhauser. And Merle, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much, Rob. It's great to be here with you. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, Merle. Well, I started out as a guitar player in the little town of Arroyo Grande near Pismo Beach in central California coast in 1962 and uh, started playing with a band called the Revels yeah. first, who ended up later on having a, a break in the 90s uh, by getting a song called Comanche in the movie Pulp Fiction. So that brought us all back together again after 30-some years. And uh, then after the Revels in 1962, I joined a band in Pismo Beach called The Impacts, and we started out uh, writing a bunch of instrumentals. And uh, one of them was the song Wipeout. And uh, the the term surf music hadn't even been coined yet and we were one of the first bands to actually do instrumental surf music and it was really something rob how all these young bands uh you know teenage bands up and down the coast just started playing this kind of reverb driven music and the album came out on delphi records and sold a million and then uh band broke up in 1963 i moved to the high desert area of lancaster formed a band called merle and the exiles and then went on from that to a band called fapper dockley in the psychedelic era which is now a big collector's item and then hms bounty followed that and then in 1969 i formed a group that didn't have a name yet, and I was cleaning up this log bin near the fireplace in my suburban uh, Los Angeles house that I was renting, and I found this 1932 edition of a book called The Lost Continent of Moo by James Churchward. And that uh, struck a vein with all the members of the band and I said, let's call the band Moo, and that's kind of where everything really <laughs> got wild. Wow. All right, stand by, Merle. You and I have to take a commercial break. I want to thank you so much for joining us, taking time out of your very busy special, uh, busy schedule to be with us here tonight on the Exxon. Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Merle, his uh, websites are Merle Thankhauser, that's M-E-R-R-E-L-F-A-N-K, H-A-U-S-E-R.com or GonzoMultimedia.com and that's M-E-R-R-E-L-L-F-A-N-K-H-A-U-S-E-R.com or GonzoMultimedia.com. We're talking to Merrill today about his CD entitled Return to Moo. 1-800-610-7035 worldwide toll free email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at Hotmail.com. And our websites, www.exxonradiotv.com and xzonenews.com. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Don't go away. 
Riding along on a carousel, trying to catch up to you. Riding along on a carousel, will I catch up to you? Horses chasing, cause they're racing, so near, so far. On a carousel, on a carousel. Nearer, nearer, by changing horses, still so far away. Exonation, uh, Merle. Thankenhauser is our Thankhauser is our special guest. We're talking about his new CD entitled "Return to Moo." A couple of websites: MerrillThankhauser.com and GonzoMultimedia.com. Um, tell me, uh, what made you? All right, you found the book. The book seemed to have piqued your your interest. And um, is this where you had your first encounter with the lost continent of Moo, or had you heard about it before you found this book? No, it was really interesting, Rob. If you believe in destiny, mm-hmm. some of these things happen to you along the way in life, like signposts, you know. Right. And I found this book and immediately was attracted to it, and we started reading it, you know, the whole band did, and we decided to call ourselves Moo, and we found that a lot of North and South American Indian tribes claim to have come from a now-submerged civilization that was in the Pacific Ocean, where the Hawaiian Islands are now. And you always hear everything, you know, about Atlantis, sure. but you never heard anything about Mu or Lemuria. And this Colonel Churchward was from Oxford, England, and an astrologer, and he and some other astrologers were studying a lot of Mayan Indian ruins, and they started coming across this uh, hieroglyphs that that kept telling about this submerged land to the west, and that there was even a legend of a queen that came uh, to the the Indians there and taught them a lot of their knowledge, and they called her Queen Moo. So uh, we read the book. We we started studying everything we could find on it. We even found that it was in some Swahili chant that it was mentioned as the motherland. And uh, we we found out from a friend of ours that had moved to the island of Maui, Mm -hmm. that there were some strange ruins out in the jungle that he had stumbled across. And he said they could be from Moo. So in 1973, the whole band and myself, we, to the dismay of our promoter and agents (laughs) and record company, we had our first album out on United Artists. We moved to the island of Maui. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that that was a big change. And so uh, I went and found these ruins, and they were pretty spectacular, Rob. It's still hidden, grown over in this valley in the jungle. And there were four pillars standing about 30 feet tall on what appeared to be like Mayan Indian cut stone platform. 
And the interesting thing is they look like hex hex head uh, rods that were molded together, but there was no mortar, cement, or anything holding them together. And in the middle, there was this little waterfall trickling down. I mean, it was like a scene out of Indiana Jones or something, you know. And uh, then I noticed there was like a sidewalk going off to the side, that went into this dense jungle, and it was covered over by this plant that can grow 85 feet tall with flowers and vines called a uh, howbush over there, which is like a giant hibiscus. And I crawled on my hands and knees along this, like, I guess you would call it a sidewalk, and I watched as it went off into the ocean, and then I could see where the lava flow had flowed over it, but it it was under the water, and that lava lava flow was about a thousand years old. They figure in that area, and then German television found out about it, and they came over and and videoed it, and I took pictures of it, and they're in a lot of magazines, and you can see it at my website at merlefankhauser.com, and um, it's still unknown as to what what these structures really were but they were there before the hawaiians got there is there a connection between mu and the uh, the mayan civilization and the lost continent of atlantis yes they were all connected and supposedly a lot of the people fled from atlantis when mm-hmm. it was uh, destroyed you know being destroyed right. and a lot of the people they believe went, you know, to South America also. And Thor Heyerdahl, the explorer, proved with his uh, raft, Contiki, that the Polynesians could have come, you know, from what is now Hawaii Mm -hmm. and those islands and Easter Island and traveled back and forth even, he surmised, to South America. Why do you think it is, uh, Merrill, that... Mu hasn't received the the attention that that the Mayans have as well as the lost continent of Atlantis. Why has it been so kept in the dark? Well, I think that it's so hard to prove, you know, that either Atlantis or Mu existed, even though there are these strange ruins around, you know, like the stuff on Easter Island and the the thing uh, you know, in the Aegean Sea and the island of Santorini and all of those ruins there that it's really hard to link it, you know, that a lot of people just want to believe, you know, it's it was Plato's fantasy about Atlantis, that it was a mythical place that he wrote about. But Mu also is written about in, you know, like I said, North American Indian legend and uh, South American Indian legend. So it's very possible, and the fact that the Ring of Fire, this big fault zone that goes up the state of California and all the way around through the Aleutian Islands, uh, the Hawaiian Islands are right out there in the middle on that plate. And the water, they've proven that as far inland as Las Vegas in the desert here, in all of California desert, they've found 
fossilized starfish and, you know, sea creatures and things. So they know the ocean at one time was there, and possibly when the continent of Mu sank, the water receded. So uh, it, it's an interesting theory, and I, I'm still, <laughs> you know, intrigued by it. Why is it that ancient civilizations like Mu and like Atlantis still capture the 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 explorer spirit is uh, the explorer spirit in each and every one of us? What's the magnetism? I think it's just a mystery that can't be solved. It's like UFOs, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they keep wondering uh, what are the UFOs and where are they coming from and everything and just the lure. Everybody loves a good mystery and something that's <laughs> difficult to solve, so it just keeps people intrigued. You know, the, and a, a couple of other mysteries that, that keep people talking is the Bermuda Triangle, Sasquatch. Uh, you know, and, and you mentioned UFOs. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a UFO? Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad was a pilot, and he taught me to fly. And so I was always in, interested in aeronautical things and everything. And um, I, when I went to move to Maui in 1973, I was at the top of Haleakala Crater. And I noticed in a lot of the Hawaiian books and legends, there were these legends of these lights that they would see flying out of the crater and actually diving into the ocean. And they called them the flying pearly shells. So that goes clear back into the 1800s. So, you know, when I moved there, there were all of these, uh, you know, a lot of hippies and stuff that said that they had seen things flying around. And then, of course, Jimi Hendrix did the cult movie called Rainbow Bridge there. Mm -hmm. And that was about, I guess, 1971 or 72 and supposedly, they, the whole film crew and Jimmy saw UFOs there while they were filming, but oddly enough, they could never get them on camera. And uh, it's, you know, the whole uh, mystique of that is still there. And one night, we were at the top of Haleakala Crater, the whole band and myself and some other people, and we were looking out at the crater and the sun went down the sunsets are spectacular and 15 minutes or so after it got dark this greenish white pulsating light appeared over the the valley of the crater and there was no sound and we were first thinking well could it be a helicopter Mm -hmm. what is it and we sat there and watched it for about five minutes i would say and there was an old navy guy there with his wife that was in the Second World War, and he said, boy, I've never seen anything like that. And just when he said that, it split into three, and it formed like an inverted pyramid and started shining lights from one to the next, and the whole floor of the crater lit up. And just as fast as that happened, they all went back together as one shot straight up in a few seconds and disappeared. Wow. And, and that's the only thing that I've ever seen, but it it uh, inspired me to write a song called Calling from a Star about it. 
All right, stand by, Merrill. You and I have got to take another commercial break. We'll be right back. Exo Nation, Merrill Fankhauser is our special guest. We're talking about Merrill's new CD called Return to Moon. Now, here's a couple of websites, www.merrillfankhauser.com. That's M-E-R-R-E-L-F-A-N-K-H-A-U-S-E-R.com. And Gonzo Multimedia. Dot com And Merrill and I will be back on the other side of this news break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Check out TV.com And of course, you can always listen to our podcast with our compliments at com. Don't go away. We'll be back after the news. Riding along on a carousel Will I catch up to you? Horses chasing, cause they're racing, so near, so far. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. Dot TV.com. Love was glass that broke Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Exxon TV, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio. TV at hotmail.com and our website www.exoneradiotv.com. Merle Thankhauser is our special guest. We're talking to Merle about his new CD entitled Return to Moo. And um, Merle, why did you decide to tell the story of your, your search for Moo in a song? Well, I had always uh, wanted to be able to get this message about Moo and the discoveries mm-hmm. that I'd made, Rob, in, in Hawaii, and a lot of that now has all been published in, in magazines, a lot of it in Europe, actually. And um, I just, you know, felt this desire to get this message out, and I was very lucky to meet William E. McEwen, the producer that 
discovered the Allman Brothers, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Steve Martin, and a bunch of other people, and he was intrigued by this story about the lost continent of Moo. So we spent almost seven years, Rob, producing this album, and it's got some of the greats of rock and roll on it. Nicky Hopkins, a fabulous piano player that played with the Beatles and the Stones, it was some of his last recordings before he passed away, as well as John Cipollina, the guitar player from Quicksilver Messenger Service, is on it. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Ferguson and Ed Cassidy from Spirit is on it. Um, Oh gosh, uh, I'm I'm forgetting a lot of a lot of people. Well, what I'd right? like to do now, if it's all right with you, Merrill, is give our listeners a little bit of a taste of what they can expect when they buy their very own copy of Return to Moo. Does that work for you? Works for me, Rob. All right, let's give them a little taste of Moo. All right, that'll just give you a taste of this CD, Exo Nation. Uh, there are, th this is a great CD, and I know that every member of the Exo Nation will want a copy of this. It's available at gonzomultimedia.com and merlethankhouser.com. Um, fantastic audio tracks. And how long did it take to produce the CD? Seven years? Yeah, it was seven years in the making, Rob, and some of those songs were written actually in the late 70s and I had a little two-story type uh, Tarzan jungle house on Maui by a stream and a waterfall mm -hmm. that I wrote most of those songs in and actually that waterfall that you hear at the beginning of the song waterfall was the real waterfall there on Maui I wow. recorded it and then when I came back to the mainland we dubbed it into mm -hmm. the beginning of the song 
do you do you think that we will ever learn the answers to a lot of the mysteries that that have kept us mystified throughout the years, like the Bermuda Triangle, Bigfoot, or even UFOs in our lifetime? That's a good question. I mean, I feel like it's getting closer mm-hmm. to the answers of these things, and they're finding out more and more about these structures that are all over the world that they can't seem to figure out, you know, how they even made them and that our cranes can't lift some of these stones that have been put into place. And they're getting closer to the answers, and one can only hope that, you know, uh, we will, you know, find out the answers to a lot of these mysteries. When it comes to UFOs, what are your personal theories on who they are, where they're coming from, and what their purpose is? Well, there's just a myriad of theories about it, as you know. Mm. And uh, I know Admiral Byrd did all of that study, and he believed in the hollow earth thing, that there was a place where the uh, UFOs went under the ground and that they had some base there. And I've heard a lot of people saying that, that they feel like the UFOs, uh, and if they're alien from outer space, mm-hmm. have been here for maybe thousands of years, you know, and that uh, actually not all of them are from outer space, that some of them are right here on this planet. So uh, I'm still keeping an open mind as to what it really is. What do you think finding the lost continent of Mu can mean to the people in present-day societies? And, and what do you think we could actually learn from the ancient lost continents and civilizations? Well, I think, you know, the story of uh, how Atlantis was destroyed, how, you know, the, the things that got out of control with them that uh, led to their demise is an important lesson to be learned for all mankind, and I think we have a problem with nuclear power plants, as we all see right now, because there's there's been so many accidents with that, and uh, that, you know, this this could be a wake-up call for everybody. What can what in your opinion can we do to speed this process along where we actually take a better look at ourselves and 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 the world that we that we live in I you know and, and try and do something positive how can we all get involved and how can we all help Well I think you have to have a clear conscience first and you know meditating mm-hmm. uh just you know realizing that we're all here on spaceship earth together and that we really do have to save this planet if we want to keep mankind going uh, longer and uh, any little thing that people can do you know like uh, trying to live in a more uh, efficient way without using fossil fuel and and uh, you know putting waste products out like spent nuclear rods that are that are bad and just you know try to do any little thing if each person did one little thing that would help the environment and help man and promote more of uh, peace and and love and brotherhood throughout the world 
that's uh, that's you know the the best thing that we can do. You seem like a musician explorer or explorer musician. I'm not sure which is which yet. <laughs> but but what's next for you as a musician and as an explorer? Well, as a musician, I continue to keep writing more songs, Rob. It's like I just have this drippy faucet of music in my head, and it won't quit. And uh, I'm lucky I have my own recording studio mm-hmm. now, so I can just go in when I get an idea and put it down. And I I have more uh, music. I'm 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 starting to write a lot of instrumental surf music again, and I've actually done an instrumental album uh, with a space theme because disc jockeys all over kept saying, when are we going to hear more instrumental surf music from you, the music I first started out with. So I'm working on that. And then I've been doing my Tiki Lounge TV show for 11 years now here in California. Tell me more and about I, that Tiki Lounge. When I, it, does this have something to do with the South Pacific? <laughs> yes, it does. I got a real Samoan tiki in here and a lot of Hawaiian artifacts, mm-hmm. and it looks like you're in Hawaii. In fact, I moved back from Maui in 1987, but the show is broadcast there, and people still think I'm hiding out in the jungle somewhere <laughs> doing this show. And then when I see people here in town where I live, they go, what are you doing here? We thought you were in Hawaii. So... I've got everybody fooled, but it's it's really been fun. I've had everybody from Willie Nelson to oh, gosh. Dean Torrance of of uh, Jan and Dean, uh, oh, just tons of '60s stars on it. When they all found out I was doing this TV show, they all wanted to be on it, and I interview uh, people, and then they either play live or the the we show the the video mm-hmm. that they've brought along and there's clips from the show that you can see on youtube.com if you just go there and type in my name a big list will come up and in fact there's a concert I did with Willie Nelson on Maui in front of 10,000 people and he plays an electric guitar and we do wipeout together with the band oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that was really something. We spoke briefly about the Mayans, and um, what's your opinion on the end of the Mayan calendar and the end of the world prophecy that so many people are buying into on December the 21st, 2012? Well, you know, the same thing happened with the the, the computer thing that was supposed to happen. Oh, Y2K, sure. Years ago, yeah. and, and I know people that were hoarding canned goods and buying shotguns and moving to the mountains. And I said, you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and it's going to be the same as it was yesterday. A few things may happen, but it's not going to be all this devastation that people, the doomsdayers, want to predict. And I kind of think the same thing about 2012. Although, because of the alignment of the planets and everything, there could be some things happen, and there might even be some kind of uh, a, a big mental change in everybody, but I don't think it's going to be the end of the planet that some people want to predict. I think it, it will be a change, but uh, it may be more subtle than people realize. 
Jerry, doing the the research that you've done on on Mu, did did they have any prophecies? What kind of people were they? Well, they were a very spiritual, enlightened people, mm-hmm. supposedly more so than the Atlanteans. And the Atlanteans did a lot of scientific experiments and things with crystals and everything yes, yeah. that they say uh, created their demise. And the Mu people supposedly were more of a pure uh, thinking, but I think planetary changes and, uh, you know, other things happened that uh, made them have to flee. And they, I think there's even some uh, hieroglyphs where some priest in Mu was predicting that the continent was going to sink, and a lot of people didn't believe them, and a lot of people fled to uh, uh, South America and, and other places. You and I have to take our final break. Uh, I must tell you, uh, Merle, that it's been it's great having you here. This hour just flew right by. We'll have to get you back on in the future so we can talk more about the other fascinating things that you've done, as well as uh, talk about the good old days of music. Great, Rod. Yeah, it's really been nice. I've All right. enjoyed it. Stand by, friend. You and I have got to take our break. We'll be right back. Exxon Nation, we're talking to Merrill Fankhauser. For more information, www.merlefankhauser.com or gonzomultimedia.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. And welcome back, everyone. Merrill Fankhauser is our special guest this hour. We're talking about his new CD entitled Return to Moo. It's available at MerrillFankhauser.com or GonzoMultimedia.com. First of all, Merrill, great having you with us today. It's been a, it's been a blast from the past, as they used to say on, on the good old days of radio. What message would you like to leave with the Exxon Nation tonight after the after the exploring you've done on 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 Moo after the after the exploring exploring you've done uh, to the actual locations the people you've met the the stories you've heard there must be something that you can share with us that will inspire the listeners. Well, I think that. Everybody should always keep an open mind to everything, 
Rob, you know, because sometimes, you know, the wildest things that people think about that a lot of people go, nah, nah, that could never happen. It just might happen. And in your lifetime, you may see these things. I mean, look, we went from the horse and buggy days to jet airplanes to rockets to even landing on the moon. Mm -hmm. So to me, the most important thing is keeping an open mind that, you know, whatever you can think of just might come pos be, be possible. And uh, as uh, the hippies on Maui used to say, watch out what you wish for. You just might get it. <laughs> you, you know what? I believe that the hippies were right on, except their timing was a little off. But, <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll tell you something. You know, I look back at the 60s and... Everything was right there. You know, make love, not war, good vibrations. Yeah. The music, oh, well, the music of the 60s was, in my, in my opinion, the, the pinnacle of wonderment. You know, bands like The Loving Spoonful, The Ventures, uh, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Uh, You're exactly right. You know, and the time I spent with Nicky Hopkins, who I, I dearly loved, great piano player, yeah. played with all of those great bands, he felt the same way. The thing about the music in the 60s was so inspiring, and we had that feeling, and a lot of the things that the hippies uh, believed in, you know, healthy yeah. food and, and not polluting the atmosphere, I mean, look at it. They were talking about that way back then, and a lot of them were right, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, it's just um, amazing how many things that they were right on about. Just imagine if we would have listened back then. Yeah, because uh, it's it's slipped a cog here and there, hasn't it? Sure it? Has. Things have gotten a little out of hand. Merle, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Thank you for taking me down memory lane. And uh, thank you for the great work that you've done on Moo. And I love your CD. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to get a copy of this wonderful CD, MerleFanKauser.com, M-E-R-R-E-L-L-F-A-N-K-H-A-U-S-E-R.com, or GonzoMultimedia.com. Merrill, take care of yourself until the next time we meet here in the Exxon. I will, Rob. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Aloha. We'll be, aloha. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in the news at six and a half minutes past as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. 
privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 